Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Filmmaking Socks. Or does it? It does. It does this week. <laughs> this week it sucks. This this topic is... Uh, oh, yeah. yes. This one. It's not really very fun. No, no. it's not. There's, there's lots of risk, very little reward. Very mm. serious. <laughs> yeah. This week we're going to talk about that favorite thing of every filmmaker out there, what they think what we all think is going to make us rich and famous <laughs> and give us the lotto ticket film festivals um the main reason the, the one of them not the main reason but one of the big reasons why we decided to do this is because this week it's we are premiering <laughs> yes this week it's on our mind um we are premiering our new film theta states at the macabre fair film festival friday the 13th at 8 30 p.m please everybody come dun, 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 dun. Dun. i will be there yes. as well you'll be there awesome yes. So we'll be we'll be premiering our film there. Second feature film for Masquerade Pictures. That's right. And That's the right. first one to screen at Macabre Fair. The first feature yeah. to screen first at Macabre Fair. First feature. You screamed, yeah. uh, you screamed. You screamed Emma's for mastectomy there. Yeah. And, and Grub on Krampus. Brain People and Krampus. Everything. We've pretty much screened most of our big film, most of our recent movies other than Blood Slaughter. I missed the deadline, but I don't know if I would have gotten in. I'm still screening spies mm. here and there so okay yeah uh so let's talk about some of the mistakes that people make some like some of the mistakes <laughs> some well we're not going to hit them all because we don't know them all yet we haven't screwed yeah. up that bad yet that is yes. to know all the mistakes so uh, some of the mistakes that people make when just gets to film festivals with their movies the biggest one is not having a plan and i and i know it seems completely crazy um and completely overwhelming and mind blowing and mind numbing to even think about that. It's a lot um, of mind. <laughs> but have a have a plan. I mean, really learn. It's going to take time. It's going to take experience, as always. Okay. Well, what kind of plan are you talking about? Um. I mean, everybody says it, and I think I'm I'm a big believer of it now. But having a plan from the very beginning. Okay. What, what, what are you going to do with your movie? What film festivals are you looking to do? What are you looking to get from a film festival? Okay. I think that's, um, that's, a depend, that's dependent upon what level of filmmaker you are. Yeah. What are you going to do with your movie? Now, everybody wants to... Let's, let's start at the most basic level, and then we'll build up. Right. Start from the most basic level. Number Could one, you've made your movie. Number one, you've, number one you're about to make your movie. You're about to make your movie because that's where you have to start. If you're doing yes. it right, yes. You're about to make your movie, okay? And all right, you got a couple thousand dollars. You're not going to make. It's on another show budgeting. Yeah, but just, this is part of that. So yeah, it's a you, big part. That's of all it. I'm saying. Yeah, you got a couple thousand dollars. You know, uh, you got a couple of your friends over. You're going to make a slasher in your your parents are away for the weekend. So you're using your the house, using the woods, using the yeah, park. That, you know, you know so you're going to so you're going to just put, kill kill your friends over the course of three days with, with you know, with uh, with what you have. OK, you're going to spend two or three thousand dollars on some blood and some effects and food some and pizza. food pizza for 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 you and your 10 friends for the course of the weekend. OK, and trust us when we tell you that two thousand yeah. dollars goes real fast. Yes, yeah. it does. You're going to shoot it on your cell phone and you're going to you you're going to you're going to probably record the audio off of that. And bing, bang, boom, you have a five thousand dollar movie. Okay, you're gonna and you're gonna edit it on Windows Movie Maker or whatever. Again, we're talking most basic level. Yeah. What you want with your film is you want people to see it. 
you want to see it. You want to. You want other people to see it. You want your friends to see it. So you're going to show it to all your friends at a party or whatever. You, you know, might but put then, it on YouTube. Yeah, you might put it on Vimeo. YouTube. But then, but but before you even put it on YouTube or Vimeo, you're going to look at it and be like, you know what? Maybe you got lucky. Maybe you stumbled. Not lucky. Excuse me. Again, we hate that term. But maybe the timing was right, and maybe, you hit lightning in a bottle. Maybe yeah. Maybe you got that lightning in a bottle. And wow, this is actually pretty damn good. Nah. And this everybody really gives you the terrible. feedback. Oh, everybody yeah. likes it. Yeah. And they're not just kissing your Number ass. Number one, you know? well, that's the thing. Number one, all your friends are going to kiss your ass. Yeah. If they're in all it, they're going to love especially. it. Especially. No Ever, never, ever, your ever. Is not is not going to give you a real yeah. critique. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every all of your friends and your family are going to tell you they love your movie. Do not listen to them. No. Do not listen to them. You go find that guy in high school who beats you up every single day because, <laughs> but still talks to you on Facebook randomly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Friends. You let him see your movie. And if he likes it, you might have something. You know what? Find your friend who has no filter. Yeah. That one <laughs> asshole friend that just tells you that you're, you're like, like your shoes are ugly and you're fat. Dude, yeah. you're such a dick. That guy. Let him watch the movie. And if you know? he gives you the stamp of approval or yeah. she. Or at least I, says, you know what? That's not, it's really it's not, not that bad. bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad is really what. what that's really, what you're aiming for. That's, that's what, what you're aiming for. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Not you're bad. aiming for not bad with your first movie. You're not aiming for great. You're not, not bad. No bad. That's what you want out of the guy who who doesn't know when to shut his mouth. Yeah. You know, you want that. So you All get right? that. So you get the not bad. All right. Now you want to right, maybe we do some film festivals. Okay. There's your first mistake because you weren't thinking of it in the first place. Yep. For example, because if you put film- it on YouTube. Guess what? You can't enter film. You can't enter film festivals. You know. Yep. <laughs> if it's already available on YouTube, if it's if short films are different. Yeah. Short films Full are different. Full length, you cannot feature films. Yes, they no. It cannot be available online or have been available online for ninety percent of the festivals out there. Also, very very minute chance that if you make a short film and it you did hit lightning in a bottle, and you do put it on YouTube, it is not. You don't have to ever worry about this, but in this case, because it's relevant to a short film out there now called Night of the Slasher, it is not Oscar contention uh, viable. They waited to put it online or to Mm -hmm. distribute it because they won so many film festivals with that Night of the Slasher that they waited and now it has Oscar contention. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you, yes, you don't can, even think about that because it's not going to no, happen. You but can screw, on the small well, chance. Again, those were those guys knew what they were doing. They had years of experience. Yes. They weren't. This wasn't their first. This wasn't their rodeo. first rodeo. Just in case, you know? though. Just yeah. in case. Yeah. Um, but yes, always keep that in mind. Um, that you're probably going to want to do film festivals. You're yes. probably going to want to. All right. Um, forget Sundance. You are not especially making it to Sundance. You, your five thousand dollar feature is not making it to Sundance. Especially if you're doing horror movies, you're yeah. not get you're yeah. not doing Sundance unless you have made the most incredible "Let the Right One In" part seventeen. You know, you're making something on par with that or VHS. You know, the first. Okay, VHS. so 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 because yes. we brought up Sundance, you need something. You need something groundbreaking, different, original as hell. If you yes. are going to get your horror movie into Sundance. Now, I'm talking horror movies because we make horror movies. That's who we're talking to. Uh, there's a, plenty of podcasts that that really... they Strictly they, filmmaking, drama, comedy. Yes, rom- romantic films and you know typical mainstream films. Now, I'm not telling you stop listening to us and go listen to them. I'm just saying that there's a lot of people out there talking about that. And I'd rather, I'd rather 
focus on on the on the horror, which a lot of them tend to look down on. Yes, this you know? is all about the positivity and our grotesque craft. Yes, yes. Uh, so don't don't think about Sundance because first off, you're going to have to go through without a box, and without a box, um, pretty much owns your movie. Yeah, if you upload it or give it to them, if you, you have you next upload to no your say. you upload your film to without a box. Here's the first thing: without a box is is a service that that allows you to submit to multiple film festivals in one shot. Okay, instead of going to the film festival directly, you submit through without a box and you pay the fees for the film festivals. Uh, once you upload your film to without a box, all right, it's there and it's in a private secure screener that only the film festivals can see. Now, without a box is owned by IMDb. Okay, that is the same thing. So as soon as you submit to a festival, any festival through without a box, you can automatically get yourself an IMDb name. Uh, uh, for an IMDb title page for your film. Awesome. Because if you are a nobody with a no movie, you are not getting on IMDb for quite some time. Takes your, roughly... movie, your movie will be rejected many <coughs> times be, yes. unless your film is completed. Yes. All and right? you have press for it. Yes. You, you need at least two separate website yep. sources that yep. aren't your website. Um, a... There is, there is a workaround for that. There is a workaround for that. Okay? Louis used it. All right? Uh, the workaround for that is, if you are making your movie, it's your first movie, let's say you. Let's say Mary. I got Pandemonium on IMDb. Mm-hmm. How did you get Pandemonium on IMDb? I asked for favors. <laughs> and what did you do? You know the workaround then. I do. You are no, you're a nobody. You've never made a movie. You've never been on IMDb. You have nothing. You have nothing. But you have, you have a friend. You had us who was already on IMDb. You had Brad who was already on IMDb. I had credits, but and only by, as an actor. Yeah, but as production. As production, yeah. Brad Coe <coughs> was already on IMDb. Massgrave Pictures was the, we are already established production companies on IMDb. The fact that our name ended up in the credits of Pandemonium when you submitted you automatically were allowed to put your movie up, even though you're nobody. Yeah. That is the workaround. You're going to make a movie of nobody. You know one person who's made a movie and he has his movie on IMDb. Find a way to let him put his name on your film and you will get IMDb credit. That's why they created producing credits. Yes. Yep. Executive producer, associate producer. Yes. That's why they, That's what those are for. Now, as soon as you submit to your first film festival, that film is officially on without a box for eternity. It cannot ever be deleted from their database as soon as you submit to one film festival through without a box. It can never be taken down. Understand that. Your movie is there forever now. Blood Slaughter Massacre has been on, has been on without a box for four years now. I have not used without a box in three years. <laughs> and it is still there. I cannot delete it. The closest I can do is replace the file with a blank file. It's the closest thing I can do, but I cannot remove it. There is also something in the without a box uh, uh, um, contract. contract that they own a part of your movie. So they get a percentage? Mm, yes and no. They don't actually get a percentage. They have the right to use your film 
uh, clips from your film in any sort of commercial project of any type that they decide to use it for. For now, so if the so technically though they're not going to the whole purpose of it is so that they have the right to give your film to film festivals. So they have it gives them the right to be the middleman, and that's why it's worded that way. But technically, if the owners of Without a Box wanted to make a film out of the clips from all the films that have ever been submitted, they legally can do it because they own the rights to do so. That's nice. Yes. Not really. Yes. But, yeah. So, Without a Box does own a part of your film forever. Keep that in mind when you use Without a Box. Without a Box also has higher fees than other websites for the film festivals. That's the next thing I wanted to talk about was... Yes. A film festivals pay a fee to be listed, and they pay a percentage of every... Uh, submission fee that comes through and without a box apparently I don't know I'm not on the other side of that but apparently without a box takes the high has the highest fees ever but without a box also has the prestige of being IMDB so films like the film festivals like Sundance and South by Southwest are exclusively without a box Toronto you, International Film Toronto, Festival too uh, are they still really? TIFF is yeah okay they you cannot submit to the big five or big seven, however many there are. Stitches and all those. C- yes, it just, and yeah, you cannot submit to them any way other than through without a box, which just shows the, the monopoly they had. They still kind of have it. No, they don't anymore. They got rid of That's why film, because film freeway was not allowed. There was nobody. They were the only one. They did have a monopoly for a while. Oh, okay. They did, but now film freeway exists. There was some lawsuit that said, no, you can't be proprietary of the only ones who can take money from film festival because the, we, we do still fight monopolies a little yes. bit in this country yeah what i wanted to discuss i, I think it's actually owned by amazon without <laughs> a box i think without a box and imdb i think amazon bought them yeah that's why imdb is you can that's, link onto amazon yes yeah. that's what it was yeah oh. that's what created the monopoly and that's what Caused yeah. them to stop the monopoly. That's what oh. they used that because Amazon, because uh, uh, IMDb bought without a box, and then Amazon bought that. Okay. Okay. I see. So technically, I learned this you, too. So yes. There you go. If you want to <laughs> go one step farther, as soon as you put your movie on without a box, Amazon owns it. Wow. Yeah. How do you like them apples? I don't. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and one, yet we all want to get on Amazon. Yeah. The uh, the big point. One of the big points we want to make with this show is you've made your movie. Yes, uh, you're you're thinking of point. film festivals. What most people don't think about, what I didn't think about when I first made my web series, because I did want to kind of shop it around a little bit. Film festivals cost an exceedingly <laughs> amount of money in submissions. And there's hidden fees. There is to hidden everything fees. too. There's why hidden you, expenses. Why don't you explain there's hidden the hidden expenses? Fees. Yeah. There's hidden yes. expenses. Because let's put it this way: I know South by Southwest. I know the programmer, and Timson is a big programmer. Yep. He he works with Alamo Drafthouse, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a big he's a producer now. Uh, South by Southwest, if I recall, is over a hundred dollars per submission. Something like it's about ninety. It might, it might be ninety to one hundred twenty-five. I haven't even checked without a box. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a very long time since I've looked. Yes. Okay. It's well, first off, years. the one the one thing to know is the closer you get to the final deadline, the more expensive things get. Yes. yes they have early bird and pre-early bird. Yeah, so and if you are beat if, the worm and yeah, all kinds if, of if you are trying shit. to. 
If you are trying to stick to a budget, submit early. Submit as early as possible. If they already are on their extended deadline, don't bother. Don't bother. Do not bother. You're looking at the most money. Yes. Forget even the most money. Okay. Most film festivals, they open about a year before the fest happens in order to give them plenty of time to watch the films. So they've been watching films over the course of the year for the most part. In theory, the truth is a lot of film festivals wait till the end. Yeah. You know, they end up watching them in a big crunch in the last like three or four months and they have a bunch of people sitting there watching them. The programmers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're hoping for that. You're kind of hoping that that's what happens. They try to also spin the extended deadline to kind of say. See, here's the thing now. That's is why this is one another reason why I say don't even bother with the extended deadline because by the time they get the extended deadline, they've already begun that crunch of watching films because when you get to that extended deadline, they got like two, three months before the festival. So they're already in the middle of that crunch. There is a good chance anything that comes in that extended deadline Will not might not even be watched. Yeah. You're, you're literally going to have somebody who's been watching movies nonstop. For three months. For three months. Some of them are going to be painful uh-huh. as hell. Yeah. And that is not the mindset. You, you don't really want them want watching. Film to be no. viewed. You want them to see your film when it first comes with fresh in. eyes. Yes. Fresh you eyes. want to be one of the first people that come in and give them a good impression. And, and of I it. you want a guaranteed spot if your movie is yeah. makes the cut, mm-hmm. so to speak. And yeah. then I just want to point out that wasn't. It sounded very judgmental um, about the film festival. Yes. Programmers, but it really wasn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not. Okay. I understand. They're let's, human. Let's let's they be clear human. about that. Let's be clear about that. We are not shitting on film festivals here. No. I am not knocking them at all for no. what they do. They have a hell of a hard job. They have a long, grueling job, and they sit through a lot of nonsense. Mm-hmm. And. And I don't care what you, unless you are one of the big five, you are not banking on this. Mm. These film festivals do not come home with wads of cash in their pocket. They do not live off this for the rest of the year. They just don't. Unless you're Sundance or TIFF or one of the big festivals, most of the film festivals out there make just enough to run, to, 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 to pay, to pay their, their venue, to pay their venue, to, Feed their volunteers. Sometimes pay and feed their volunteers who are watching their films, you know, and pay for the awards that they're going to give to the film festivals and maybe have a little bit left over for advertising for the next festival. Yeah, like the big, the way the big five or big six or seven make their money is because they're more film markets. The, and, 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 and they deals sell get made, and they get a percentage, and they get a they get a cut of those deals, and they sell advertising. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You go to you you go There's to South sponsorships. by yeah. You go to South by Southwest. There's Coca Cola everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You know they sell they sell sponsorships. These big corporations pay for these festivals because, like you said, they have they have that bit of a film market where they take over the entire town. Film markets will get into another. We'll just stop right there. They become yeah. film markets. Leave it at that. That's another huge thing. Um, but yeah, film festivals for the most part don't make money. They don't. They don't. Not a so, lot anyway. Yeah. So when you look at a film festival of fee, and you, some of them are exorbitant. Some of them are ridiculous. I've seen some festivals it's their first year, and they're asking an eighty-five dollar fee for the regular deadline. You're out of your mind. Actually, yeah. I was going to submit to a new film festival mm-hmm. that we all know is happening soon, mm-hmm. and I won't mention it. And they want a nice chunk of money no. for a submission. 
they want a nice see they're they're a first year we'll get we'll, actually that's a good segue to get into first year film festivals mm-hmm. and film festivals in general what to avoid what to go for with whatever type of movie you've made but a forewarning for first, first years film festivals can be a red flag yeah can this be, is one that can is be a big, good they, they can, can be good, good they, they can, can be, be bad. bad but there's no established history with them yeah, yeah um, and the one i'm talking about doesn't have an established history and i'm kind of hesitant because the fee is very high I wanted to vend at this at this one because it's local and the tables are kind of expensive to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, because I only have DVDs of my web show that people can see for free. The only selling point I have is that the last episode, the season finale is, is on DVD only. Yeah. So people can see how it ends. Well, we did that with the brain people and we sold 90 copies. Yeah. Well, no, I have, I have every <laughs> intention. Saying, yeah. I'm just saying we did that and we sold 90 copies the first weekend. Yeah. I have every intention of, of doing that, but yeah. I'm just talking about this festival in general. Like, I'm probably going to do it still, but this is where the hesitation yeah. comes yes, in of, of, the, of the first year. Yeah. There's, there's film festivals that pay all this money for guests and, and they're more like conventions than film festivals. And to be honest, I really think both should be split apart. Like Macabre Fair Film Festival in Long Island where Theta States is premiering, that's a good film festival for genre because it's more about the movies than it is about... Yeah, they, they do have guests, but the guests and the vendors they have are very. Some, they have some guests. Small. They have one room of vendors. They have Q and A's and panels and stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on, but it's Sometime, more about the movies. It is, opinion. yeah. Oh no, no. Oh, it's yeah. the, there's four or five rooms of just films. 150 movies playing over three days. Yeah. So I mean, know? when I think of film festival, I think of Macabre Fair Film Festival. When I like South by Southwest is a, just a jumble. It's not really about it's it's a spectacle more than it is a film festival. Yeah. Let's put it this way. Sun. Uh, I'll say early Sundance. It was more about the films. Now it's a market. Those so, big. That's another you know, thing with those with those big festivals. Why I say don't bother. Tribeca is a good example of it being commercial and still being yes. more about the films. Yes. Because yeah. there uh, you go. Those big festivals. Unless it is a premiere, they're not even going to touch it. They're not even going to look at it. Yeah. They'll take your money and never watch it. Fantasia um, is a decent big one. That- uh, what was the one I was, I was looking at? Um, oh, damn. It was a Canadian it was a Canadian festival. Another big one. Fantasia is like, in Canada. Canada it's not too. Fantasia, though. Yeah, Toronto International has a second one called the, the Toronto After Dark. Yeah, no, but it, this wasn't a horror one. This was just another film festival. Another big festival that I said, you know, this is one that's worth entering. And it said, unless it is a minimum. Oh, North American. Uh, NAFF? Yeah. yeah. North American. Uh, uh, North American no, premiere. Yeah, unless it is a minimum of a North American premiere, they will not be looking at it. They'll take it into consideration if it's a Canadian premiere. But chances are they're not still not going to watch it. Mm. They said, <clears throat> and it actually said on this thing, um, you know, that doesn't mean we won't accept your film. We'll still consider your film, but know that unless it is a North American premiere, your chances are slim. So they're basically telling you, you can submit a movie, we'll take your money, but eh, we're probably not going to watch it. 
I'll gladly take your money, but I'm not going to do anything for it. So read the rules. Read, please. As you go through these things, don't read. don't get click happy. Yes. Don't don't because it's yes. so easy on without a box. It it's really just is. a little click, and every one and of those this, little clicks can add I'm up. I'm talking film freeway. I'm not even talking without oh, film a box. Freeway, I'm whatever. on film freeway now. And they do, they add up. It adds up so much. Uh, currently, right now, I'm submitting to festivals and I'm being picky. So I'm, I'm right now, I'm on the higher end of, higher end of the costs that, I'm, that I want to pay. You know, because there's a bunch of festivals that I wanted to make sure I got to them first. Because they have prestige, they have a name behind them, they have history, and if we can get into it, then it means something. That and, it, somebody, and it means it meets some of the goals that we yes, set out yes, for the Theta goals States. we had for the film. Like I wanted to get it in front of certain producers, mm-hmm. like you said. Uh, Aunt Timpson is part of South by Southwest. Okay? Yeah, you'd want him to see your film. Exactly, I want him to see my film. I haven't sent to South by Southwest, but someone like that is. I have I have a list He's of a producers. He's a genre guy, precisely. Yeah. And, and Alamo. Draft House is a, is a great little... Yeah, yeah. and he's he part of Alamo. Yeah. Exactly. So if Alamo Draft House is running a film festival, I want to get it to them. So they are one of the first ones I'm submitting to because I want Aunt Timson to see my movie. Fantasia is you know? a good yeah. checkpoint for Theta and any kind of genre. Exactly. And Fantasia is the that's big what I'm looking at. I, pinnacle I, 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 I did my research yeah. and I looked into who the produ- what producers would be into my, the film I'm... Made that we're releasing, you know, who, who puts out these types of weird psychological thrillers? Who do horror movies, psychological horror movies? Who puts these out? Find those producers, figure out, find out, and do your research and find which film festivals they are involved in. And that's what or I did. Or they attend. Or they even attend. They don't even have to, where do they go? This is the film festival that, what is their hometown film festival? And submit there first and that's so that just you have your, a chance that's your prerogative say yes. like and just for this movie oh yeah. yes to say your movie is a vampire movie and or say you made a zombie uh, there's plenty of zombie, zombie only film festivals. zombie yes. only film festival say you're a yeah. hp lovecraft fan and your first short film or your first film is you know a retelling or yes. a your own version of hp yeah. lovecraft, lovecraft film festival. hp lovecraft film festival in california and rhode island you know there's uh-huh. necronomicon yeah. it, there's a niche so, film festival for just about exactly. any kind of horror film and even any kind of film in general you make so an action film. There's yeah, you got to. I mean, we actually created an entire spreadsheet and, of the film festivals, of all the film festivals, and we can organize it because it's a spreadsheet by date, but we by by fees, by location, yeah. by yeah. any which way. So so as of right now, I'm I'm in the higher higher end of the cost because I'm looking at the ones like okay, I know this producer's here, this producer's here, this I need them to see my film. But I got to ask you a question for huh. for the people listening. Huh. You're talking about higher end of cost. Now, you went into Theta learning the mistake of blood slaughter. Even though you had it in mind for Mm -hmm. blood slaughter, you factored costs of film festivals into the original budget before you started rolling cameras. That's a big mistake most people make. Well, we actually did that for blood slaughter too. We actually did factor in... That's the, that's where your film education kicks up. Um, yeah. That was one of the number one things my professors drilled into your brain is that you take 10% of your budget mm-hmm. and you hide it away for post. Yes. 
So unbeknownst to him, even I kept it. Yeah, a complete she actually secret. hid money. I from hid me. money. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I would not spend it for the film. You have to. You have to, just coming from them and from me. You need because I actually listened to somebody else yeah. telling me their mistake. You need to save money for film festivals, not just yeah. post production, because yeah. she's right about that. Also, marketing ten percent is marketing, marketing and post production. You, I'm uh, not post production film festivals. Like if you want to, if you want to try to show off your work and go somewhere with your filmmaking, film festivals are a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, they cost. Yeah. Even if you're like, oh, this one's I'll only. I'll tell you cost. You 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 you've barely got. I'll tell you my costs. Yeah. In a minute. <laughs> go ahead. You you'll be like, oh, fifty dollars. That's not too bad. Oh, Sundance is only two hundred and fifty dollars. Of course, I'll make Sundance. So you spend the two hundred and fifty dollars for Sundance. They don't you're even look at your application, but they get your money. Yep. Then you spend the fifty dollars, and you're like, "Oh, I'll get into that one." They just take your money. They don't look at your movie, and then this happens about ten more times, and you're out like almost a thousand dollars, and you haven't gotten a single acceptance yet. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, "Okay, well, I'm out a thousand dollars, and I haven't gotten an acceptance." And you're like, "I'll keep going." So you submit to some free ones. They don't. They never get in touch with you. You submit to more $25, $50 online only for free, blah, blah, blah. You've submitted to 100 film festivals at this point. You haven't gotten a single acceptance, and you've spent about three or $4,000. And you're like, oh, my God, where did all my money go? And then you finally get one that accepts your movie. And then you realize you've submitted to all these film festivals that don't even take a horror movie or a zombie movie yep. or a drama or a ghost movie, whatever you made. And... That goes to the homework and that goes to the cost. Like, you have to figure out your target audience, A, B, what you want out of that. And hopefully, the film festival sees that and your movie is good enough to fall in line with what they want to do. And on top of that, cost. Cost is super important. Like, you have to save money. Like, I have a quasi budget broken down for my first feature film that I'm working on right now. I already have the film festival. Yeah. budget on that and like you might not think of that now you'll be like oh i can worry about later no, no. you need to worry about it now because you don't know where, where that money going to come from yeah it took you so hard so long to get this money now once it's done where are you going to get money from then it's going to be just yeah. as well, hard to get it well here's the other thing okay you made it into that one film festival and guess what one of the rules is you can't win if you're not there yeah that happens too <laughs> and say this film festival is in mm, japan hmm then you say you live in the United well, States. Would, well, well, why would you even submit to that? Because then it I'm has just to be saying. Subtitled. Say yeah. it was a free one. Say you live in, and th- it's your only submission, and yeah. you got you got in. Yeah. Well, I, it's the type of thing like you live you live in Michigan, and you submitted to a film festival in Florida, and you can only win a you got in you accepted, but you can only win an award if you're there in person in Florida. Now you got to find a way to get to Florida, because hell, I might win an award. Yeah. Okay. That's the point um, of, of that's going the point. to these film to festivals is to win an award. Here's the difference in here's the difference in film festivals, and I'll tell you here's here's the difference in, in in prices. Okay, with Blood Slaughter, I I literally wanted to get it into as many festivals as is humanly possible. So I looked at a lot of cheap, cheap, cheap. I looked at the lowest cost festivals, free, free this, free that, five dollar entry, ten dollar entry. Okay, and I submitted to about hundred and fifty festivals. And I spent almost eight hundred dollars, and that's just cheap ones. That's and free very ones. yes, that's very that's very cheap. There was a couple of 
a couple of you know seventy or eighty dollar ones in there. Like uh, I think New York Horror Fest was like seventy bucks or so when I sent that in. But we're New York City filmmakers. Yes, that make horror yeah. movies. Yeah, you know. Uh, hello. Um, so there was a couple big tickets in there, but for the most part, I was looking at cheap, 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 cheap. Get it out there. And out of hundred and fifty or so festivals that I submitted to, we got into three. Yep. Granted, we won at all three of those. Yeah, I'm looking at the awards yes. above your head yes. right now. We actually won at all those. And the fourth one that wanted us, he loved the movie. His board refused to screen the film. Oh, I remember he that He said, one. and he told the board, I don't care, I'm playing it. And then the theater said, we are not playing Plain. this movie. NJ Harfest, short-lived. Yes, you know? I liked uh, that that. Yeah, that was a gorgeous. It was. Venue. It was a great. It, it was yeah. amazing seeing your so, movie in a movie theater. So officially, Blood Slaughter Massacre was banned from a film festival. Yes. <laughs> okay, this is going to go long. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're going to go longer than usual, but that's okay. This is a, this is a very important topic. Yes. Um, so, uh, uh, so oh, anyway, so part two so of this. Part is- two of this. Now I'm at Theta States. And I'm submitting this to film festivals, okay? Now, I did about 150 film festivals, spent almost $800 on that. I've submitted to 13 festivals in the last two weeks, and that's all I've submitted to. I'm at 450 already. Yeah. Okay? That's Be- That's why I said 13. I'm on the <clears throat> other end now going to very specific festivals, sending it to specific places because this is who I want to see it first. Plus, these are if, festivals that might play the film or you're catering towards precisely, the Precisely. I'm catering toward them. There's only one festival that I actually went for the extended deadline because I need that guy to see this film. And I cannot not submit to them. Chances are they're probably not going to take it because it's just, it's an extended deadline. You know, it was literally the two days before their final deadline. You know? Yeah. I need it to go there. This was my plan from the very beginning. I wanted, I knew the producer that, that deals with this festival and he, and he attends there and I wanted him, I, I feel like he can do something with, with, with our film and he'll, and he'll at least see the potential in it. Yeah. You know, as of right now, I doubt he's going to see it, but I, I couldn't not. You had to go for it. I had to. I had to. Sometimes you just have to go for it. Sometimes you have to go for it. Like, if you're making dramas, you have to submit to Sundance. You have to. It is a prerequisite. You have to. If you don't, then you're not, you know, I I still think it's stupid. You're always going to question it. You're always going to question. You need to do it. You know, at least once before you say to yourself, well, that was really stupid. I'm never doing that again. You know, yeah. I say, yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid to submit to Sundance. It's dumb. But the truth is, you're a, you're a goddamn filmmaker, and this is what you're doing. You need to submit to the cream of the crop and see what they say. You need to have that moment of saying, well, at least we gave it a shot. You yep. need that. You have to try. You have to try. Even though I hate the absolutely word try, have you have to do yes, it. Yes, you absolutely have to try. So, uh, so like, so yes. Again, we went from 150 at $800 to 13 festivals for 450. So, film festivals can add up very very fast. We have a larger budget this time for festivals than we did last time. 
Okay, because we planned ahead, we knew what because it cost last time. Because we learned from Let's Learn. Yes, we yeah. learned from last time to put more money ahead and stop putting into the the the. the I'm sorry. Unfortunately, the cheaper sometimes festivals, the, the free film festivals, you kind of get what you pay for. Some of them are free for a reason. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes yeah. you know they they don't even ever notify you one way or another. Oh man, I have a bunch of film festivals. <laughs> I had a couple that I got notified like a year later. I never got a notification as to whether I was, whether I was uh, accepted or not. You know, there was another one we went back and forth with. One of our friends got some got accepted to a film festival. The next day, they, they told him it. denied. Then the day, then, then a couple hours later, he was accepted again, and then denied again, and then it and it went back and forth three or four times <laughs> every day for the next three days. Okay. Somebody, wow. it's like somebody was just clicking the button on the on their side just of film free and just screwing things up. <laughs> You know, and he had started promoting. He got he got into the festival. He started promoting for two or three days that his movie was playing at the festival. Three days he gets denied. This actually happened to two two of our friends. Yeah, and then to the same festival happened to them. Now we actually screened at that festival. <laughs> they took our movie, screened it. A couple days later, denied again, and then it, and then we ended up in the cut. Out of the three of us, our film stayed accepted. And the other two, our other two friends didn't. One of them, I told them, I was like, dude, just stop. Just don't even bother. Just let it go. It was, it was a free entry. Yeah. Don't even give yourself a headache over it. Don't. My other friend lost his ever-loving mind, emailed them, and got on their Facebook and, and just trolled the hell out of them. He was so upset about how unprofessional it is and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know what? It's not even worth it. I said, yeah, it's annoying. It's upset, but uh, but again, I'm the guy who got who, who stayed in the festival. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm speaking from that side. Right? Well, my movie's still in it. What are you so upset about? And then even we've we've had friends who who have gotten accepted to a film festival the day before the film festival. Mm, that happened to me. It happened to me. <laughs> it happened to us once. It happened to us once. It was it was Thursday. They told us, "Hey, you're accepted to the film festival. You guys going to be here? When is the festival? This weekend? Are you kidding?" <laughs> <laughs> And you screen in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is another side of the coin. Once you become slightly established in your career as a filmmaker, later on, film festivals will ask you yes. if you have anything you'd like to premiere yeah. at their film festival. As you go on... Uh, well, I, I was asked... I was actually asked to... I mean, it's. it was only a second year uh, mm-hmm. film festival, and it was more convention than film festival but i was asked if i wanted to screen yeah. anything so i mean i did i'm not tooting my own horn because you you screen there too and i yeah. mean uh, other people screen, but it was it was nice it was a nice yeah. feeling to be asked mm-hmm. so like once you get and i'm not saying it's going to happen for everybody but once you get to that pinnacle you can hit the south by southwest you can get asked to do fantasia you're not going to get asked to do sundance but you know like yeah. you are going to hit some of the bigger genre festivals if your work continues to grow and like with theta states they're they are putting in and being picky and say they get accepted to even two of these films i know you got the one accepted at the premiere say you get another one of the 13 yeah and you do get it in the eyes these are my big tickets yeah i want them if i get into any of them i will be extremely happy and then you have to put the cost in that you're most likely going to one of these 13 it's not like say you get accepted to four 
you're yeah. probably going to want to go to all of them. I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try, you know? Yeah. If I get a drive to freaking Virginia or something, I'm going to try because these are the big these are the big festivals. I really need to. There's an actor. Uh, fortunately, they're all spread out. That's the yeah. thing. The better the festival is, the more aware they are of their surroundings. Yeah. You know, a really good festival is not going to put on their festival within three weeks of Sundance if they're within 150 miles of it. It's not going to happen. Some, they're just not some, because they're going to be realized. No, we can't compete with that. So don't yeah. even bother. Nobody's going to come here because they're saving their money and time to go there. It's the same thing with with, with horror conventions and fe- conventions in general. Nobody does a convention the same weekend as Comic Con except for the idiots who do, and nobody shows up. Yeah, which happened. Mention like, names, yeah. but it's happened. You know. Really, uh, if you are within 150 miles of Comic Con, don't even think of doing an event if you're not part of Comic Con. Don't even bother. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. Sundance. If you are not part of Sundance and you're within 150 miles of it, do not do a well, film well, festival. Well, no, anywhere. Slam dance. You say that, and Slam Dance is built on that. Slam Dance is built on. You're Get right. In. No, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm wrong about it. You're right. Slam dance is built only... is built on the people who, who were rejected from Sundance. But the funny thing is, even Slam Dance is too big for us. And even people. Slam yeah. Dance is too big for yeah. us. We couldn't get into I couldn't get into Slam Dance right now. There was so, a third one, Troma Dance, but they don't even do it on the weekend of Sundance either. Anymore. No, Troma Dance is like February or January. Well, yeah, Troma Dance is everywhere. They're all Oh yeah, they're in show, they're in Chicago now. They're well the main the one is in New York. Yeah. But yeah. That's funny. It's true. Slam dance is based <laughs> on the fact that we are near Sundance. There's very, there's a couple yes, of exceptions. But that, but that, that was, yeah. that was many, many years ago in a different time and space. And yeah. well, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's exactly what it was. That was built by people who were tired of all these big wig filmmakers coming into their town, taking over and them not even having an ability to be part of it. Yeah. Like the local filmmakers couldn't be part of the film festival that had thousands of film producers from around the world spending two weeks in their town. They couldn't even be part of it. So they started their own damn revolutionary thing and turned into the same thing. Yep. (laughs) Another thing about film festivals is this is kind of a bad story with a happy ending. There's an actor in Los Angeles named Pat Healy. Some of you might know him. He's a great actor. Great actor. He was in Compliance. He's been in a whole bunch of other movies. He Starry did, Eyes. <laughs> he did a film called Cheap Thrills a couple awesome, of years ago. Awesome movie. Movie just hit Netflix. It's been on, I think, Amazon for a little while. Mm-hmm. I bought it the day it was um, uh, I released. think it's actually off Netflix already. No, it they just up, put it up. It, went up. it was up like six months ago. Oh, I just saw it yesterday. Oh, and put it back up then. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Cheap Thrills is on Netflix and Amazon. Um, the movie is dark, really dark. It's got known yeah. actors in it. A couple of known actors. The movie was written by... Um, shit, I forgot his name. The guy who worked for Charles Dance and Full Moon. Trent Haga. Okay. Trent Haga. He was Killjoy in two of the Killjoy movies. He wrote this movie, Chop, okay. a couple years ago, or directed it. Uh, he wrote Cheap Thrills. Uh, Pat Healy went all over the world yep. promoting this film. Yep. And I don't know what kind of deal he had with it, with the producer. It, I feel like we discussed this before about actors having back end. Yeah. I think he had back. I'm not, I, don't quote me on this. I'm, he, the way the story he goes, went, he might have had back end because he went and traveled with the he film went and broke bankrupted promoting, himself. Yeah. Yeah. He went totally bankrupt 
going to film just festivals. promoting this film and this is pat healy i'm telling you if you've seen his face you recognize him he's one of he those is, guys yes he's one of those guys who's in oh i know that guy from that movie he's in he's in he's in the innkeepers uh you said uh, uh, um cheap cheap thrills, thrills starry eyes, starry eyes. Uh, Compliance. Compliance. This is just the this is just the five, four or five right off the top of our head. He's been in a ton of movies. He's in a lot of indie and quasi horrorish yeah. type movies. He's a great actor, great guy. Mm-hmm. And he went, like Manny said, he went broke promoting this film, going to film festivals, yep. and he put up a t-shirt sale. Some well, the artist who made that actually made it so he could sell it. Yeah, and just he so he could got make a little bit some of money, money back. so he could have some income because he had nothing left just promoting the hell out of this movie. And that movie's almost three years old at this point. Yeah. That it's just now getting out onto Netflix. It's been on Amazon for a while, but apparently hasn't made too much because, again, the guy's been broke. Yeah, so you that's know? why we say you He's really need selling to factor t-shirts in off his Facebook page. Yeah, you need to factor mm-hmm. in um, these costs and yeah. and the time and dedication. Because here's the thing: knowing Manny and Lindsay and what they went through with blood slaughter, that that was five, basically, well, like four. Three straight years of their lives. Yeah. Oh God. Including, I'll, I'll say, I'll be it's, nice no, and say it's four. True. It's true. It was yeah. three straight years of their lives. You have to like live and breathe your yeah. film. We started. Yeah. We started shooting it in 2012. Hmm. Was when we wrote the and the film script. cycles finally got distribution. It was released it was got in distribu- 2015. It was got distribution and yes, it was finally released in 2015. Yeah, we so shot, we wrote the it. The premiere was in 2014. No. The premiere was, yeah, the premiere was 2014. Yes, yes. And it was released 2015. And yeah, that that's another thing. Like once your, your movie, By say the your time it was released, hit. we were already in pre-production on our next feature. Yeah. Yeah. We had already got money together for another feature and we're ready to start. And we still haven't seen a dime from that. We have not made a single cent off of Blood Slaughter in profit. We've sold our DVDs and they were just barely enough to cover the cost of the table we were working at. Yeah. We, yeah. we had to buy for the weekend to sell them at. You know, which is another thing, especially when it comes to horror people. You all want to go to conventions and you all want to sell your movies at conventions, and that's beautiful. That's great. But remember, your convention your for convention is going to cost you between $150 to $300 for the table. Some fest, so I know one convention is going to cost you $450 for a table. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah, that's You're going to pay anywhere. No. no. Comma, what are you kidding me? Comic-Con is Comic-Con is $900 minimum is the smallest. Holy crap. $900. And that's the, like the no electricity. Average, that's like Artist Alley or something. The, no, Artist Alley is like six fifty, and okay. you have to be an artist. Yeah, a comic book artist. Comic Con, the basic table is twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. No thanks. But anyway, yes, it's yeah. twelve hundred dollars. I think nine hundred is one of those like small, tiny, nothing tables. Like that was the smallest one I saw. It was nine hundred bucks. Also, say to go along with your point about conventions and the costs of those. Say you want more exposure, and you live in like California. Say you live in Los Angeles, and you go to the 
commit you go to days of the dead out there mm-hmm. so you do that it's three or four hundred dollars for a table the hotel is another three hundred dollars for the whole weekend plus food and booze if you drink and you know gas and, and to party drive gas yep. and then yep. say you do great there and you make a, a smidge of profit say you sell your dvds that you printed out for 20 bucks each best case scenario you're walking away with two or three hundred dollars profit after spending almost seven or eight so you, you get a thousand dollars back then you're like oh man i did really well people are talking about my movie i might get a distribution deal i'm submitting to film festivals i got accepted into a couple hey texas frightmares in a month or uh-huh. two days of the dead is two months after that hey let me hit these conventions and see if i can get into those and do the same thing. So Every then you're traveling you're to Austin. Then you're them. traveling yeah. to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Say you want to do Monster Mania or Blood on the Beach in Virginia, New Jersey, or Maryland. You're yep. going across countries and you're most likely going to have to drive. Mm-hmm. So you're putting wear and tear on your vehicle or you have to rent a van. That's more money. And you have to print more DVDs. That's another two or three hundred four hundred dollars and dvds and say you do well you have to print even more i calculated every time we did monster mania um monster mania was 350 for the table or 300 300 it was 300 300 for the table um it was another three to four hundred for the hotel room and then between the merchandise we we brought with us the and this is within driving distance. Monster Mania is only a uh, less than a two-hour drive away from us. Okay, and food for the weekend. It would cost us. I would say I would just even it out. 12. I said a thousand dollars just to be there for the weekend, just to be there. Cost us six hundred dollars, six seven hundred dollars just to walk in the door between the table and the hotel room, just to show up is $700. Now to actually sell something and survive for the three days, another three, $400. On top of that, you have to factor so, in printing out DVDs. Well, no, no, that's what I'm talking about. My merch, okay. the merch. That's, that's what I mean. Um, because I can't, I can't look at everything. I can't take into account every single DVD. Yes, sure. I go to the show with, with 150 DVDs in a box. I can't count every single one of those into every single show expense. Okay, because that's something called depreciation, where yeah. eventually, you know, you pay for them. We paid for them once already, all right? Now I can only factor into the cost of this show what I sold, you know? It cost me, you know, $1.50 for each DVD. That's a cost there. The other 25, 50 DVDs that sat in the box, I can't factor that into the cost. Otherwise, I'm going to be broke forever, because yeah. I will just keep refactoring in it, and that's called fraud, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> I think we're getting but, a little off topic here. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But this is, but this is still the point of 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 marketing, marketing, and putting, making sure you have a budget beforehand. Yeah, set aside. Okay. That's what we're that. talking about. Yeah. I, yes. But I, I also wanted to to bring something up before. You know, I said something a little offhand. It's been bothering me ever since I said it. Okay. Um, I, Earlier, I made a joke about, you know, well, the laurels, that's, that's really the only reason, you know, you do the film festivals, you know, and, and I want to do two, two points in regard to that. Um, first off, um, that's definitely the mindset you walk into film festivals with, yes. but it's not the one you walk out of. No. Um, one of the biggest things that we've found with film festivals is the building of relationships. What you yes, want to do is absolutely, is, yeah, is get to know these these film festival directors. Um, you're going to want to network with people. That's what a film festival is about. And, and actually, it's to networking be, with everyone. Yeah, and yeah. to be completely honest yeah. with you, what we found, 
you know, because we did the lower end free kind of film mm-hmm. festivals. Unfortunately, our laurels when it came to distribution didn't meant, even make it onto the DVD. Yeah, they meant they meant they nothing. meant nothing because because we 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 because nobody's ever heard of them. We won awards from festivals that didn't last another two years. Yeah. So yeah. by the time we got our distribution, they were like, "Well, what is this award from? Um, this is from this film. Fe- well, they don't exist anymore. They don't mean anything. It's not going to help me sell it. All it's going to do is clutter up your cover." That's all it's going to do. Besides the fact that low-level distributors don't care about putting laurels on the covers because it doesn't matter. Unless, yeah. really, unless you won Sundance or TIFF or Sitges or whatever or, or, or Con, unless you won that, your laurel's not getting on the cover of your DVD. No. Not to mention the fact a that... A distributor's like, not going to do it. Saying that short I was talking about. Because it means nothing to the oh, average yeah. no. person. No. It say, means nothing. Night of the Slasher. Say they sold that on DVD or Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Which probably not going to happen. They're going to have 75 laurels on the back? No, no. Here's the thing. <laughs> about it, it goes with the laurels. It'll say, winner, 80 yes. film festivals. Yes. And you won't see us. Or you'll only see laurels of big, big ones. And I mean, only a few. And it, they'd be small. And that's like, what ours looks like. Um, yeah. When they finally put together our press kit for our DVDs and everything like that, it was winner. Uh, best producing winner or like yeah. four wins. Didn't it was, say the names of what name, festivals they were. It just this is what and we it won. Was I won best. Just yeah, I won best director from from one website. I won. We, we got best producer. We're best this, best that. All right, we winner of seven awards. You know, seven or eight different. Uh, or the, or there'll be super awards. super simple and be award winning film. Yep. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. Well, that means nothing. See, Everybody knows it doesn't. now. Everybody's once once an award you get into winner. it, everyone's yeah. an award winner. Everybody. Yeah. But no, but that I mean, but that made it into the kit. Yeah. For the people who are going to buy the DVD. Uh-huh. For the sales agents, the sales agents put together a package, and they're the ones who said winner of this, winner of that, blah 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 yes. blah blah. But it's not on the DVD. The distributor couldn't really. No, it's 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 in the blurb on a website. Yeah, it's on yeah. a blurb on the website. It, when when the sales agents takes it to to the stores. It's part of their little, like, this movie yes. has four awards. And that's that's literally all you kind of get from yeah. it. And that's but yeah, it. You need, uh, in, in finishing up, you need to factor a lot of these things in when you're making your film and mm-hmm. submitting to festivals. Yeah. It's very, what do you like, do everything, with your movie? everything we've covered is pretty much, yeah, what Manny just said, what you want to do with your film. Ultimately, your goal as a filmmaker, uh, my goal is... Honestly, yes, money is nice. I'd like to do this for a living. Mm-hmm. That's my actual ultimate goal. But artistically, I want to make one of every kind of horror genre film there is. Like, I, w- I don't really like zombie movies, but I'd like to still do one of my own kind of vampire film. Like, uh, I don't like rape revenge, but I have a script written. You know, just I would like to do that. So, yeah. like, but I have to factor in film festivals as well because that's ultimately part of the goal. If I want to be a filmmaker for a living, I have to think of film festivals. I have to get noticed, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to meet people. Yeah, you yeah. have like like Lindsay that's, said, networking that's is I'm, huge. That's a big part of it, right there. Is what you said earlier is. As you get on in your career, you start getting invited to film festivals. Yes. Now, People you ask think, you for premieres. Yes. Now, here's the, here's the big part of that, though. Why are they asking you for a premiere? Why would a film festival ask you for a premiere at all? Why you specifically? Because you, you become a draw at that because point. Because not just a draw, but a draw at that festival. 
because you've been there before. Mm-hmm. You've won awards from them before. You might have gotten a distribution deal. You might have gotten it. a distribution deal at that. You are an alumni of that festival and you are one of their success stories. So they want you back to draw in other people to want to come to their festival. Okay? Now, that is a big part of this is maintaining a relationship with the film festivals. Now, this sounds like that sellout nonsense of, oh, well, what do you mean? No, my movie's going to stand on its own. No, it's not. They never do. No, they never, ever, ever do. Because your film is one of 5,000 movies, maybe 1,000 even, maybe even just 1,000. Your movie's one in 1,000 entries that they are going to get. And I'm telling you, the cheaper they their entry fee is, the more, more they submissions get. they're getting. Okay? Sundance and all these other big festivals, they keep their submission fees high because they get less submissions that way. It thins out the herd of people like us who know we can't win it anyway. So it don't, doesn't even waste their time. On top of that, they want they want Top the best notch. of the best. Yeah. Exactly. They want somebody who has put aside $200 that he can put towards a, a thing. They want the best of the best. You know, it is a vetting process. And fine, I'm not, I'm not going to hold that against them. But understand that the best way to get your films into film festivals is to create a relationship with the festival. You take your short films and you send them to certain festivals, send it all the time. If you got into it once, send them something the next year, anything. Even if they don't play, send it. Always submit them something. You know, and you and you create a rapport with them where they recognize you, they know your name, and you become a supporter of this festival, and they are happy to have you there. You are now you become part of that festival. This isn't something like this isn't like oh I'm going in the back door and I'm getting some getting yeah some they're favors not they're, here. They're, they're they're not just going to play your film because no. you're friends. Yeah, they're not going to play it just because you're friends. But they played it in the first place before they knew who the hell you were. Yeah. They didn't know who you were. We have friends who run ago. film festivals who wouldn't even play our now, stuff. Now I had we, I had one who offered me a screening. He offered me to have a screening at his fe- at his festival for this for this film, and I waffled on it. I said, "Yeah, maybe, maybe, you know." But he also told me he's like, uh, "Okay, you can submit it here. Uh, you can give me the film, and I'll just screen it for you. But you can't be in competition." And I said, nope, not happening. And I went around, I submitted the fee, I paid the fee, and I submitted because I would rather be in competition. Rather than getting a free screening from a friend of mine, I'd rather his judges look at my film and tell me if it's good and bad and possibly win an award rather than just getting a free screening. That is me building that relationship. Rather than just building our friendship here, I'm building a professional relationship with him. I'm supporting his festival. By paying the fee, I could have I could have gone right around it, and I decided not to. I said, "No, I'm not doing it. Uh, no, I'm going to submit as everybody else." And he's like, "Well, you do realize that you might not get in then. That there's a chance the judges don't like it." Yep, fine. That's fine. That's that's part of the game, you know. And and it, and it's funny too because like you know I I guess so I'm- again I'm not taking favors by you're not taking mm-hmm. favors by making relationships with these people you're just doing it the right way they want people who are going to be part of this 
You know, they don't want somebody who's asking for favors and asking for handouts, but they will remember over time those people who were there and supported from the beginning and helped them become the festival that they are and promoted and pushed and brought their friends to it and got their screening. Come on, you get your you get your film into a film festival and you get 50 of your friends to come see your movie. That's 50 tickets they just sold. And that happens with your all name. the time. And it happens all the time. That's how they make money by selling tickets. That's how the show even exists. If you have your film there, you get 50 people to see it. They sold, they just made 10 bucks each. They just made $500 on you alone. Well, I mean, you I think, think I when think you we have a talk big, about this, actually, we I think will. Okay. I just want to finish the sentence. You think that they're not going to remember that five hundred or five thousand dollars they made off of your door, your your ticket alone, when you have a movie that's got a big star in it? You think they're not going to remember that? You think they're not going to try? You you're starting to get bigger. Yes, they're going to invite you back. Yeah. Of course they are because you sold when you were nobody. You're going to sell now when you are somebody. Continue. Sorry. Um, I, I think that's <laughs> I was really, trying to get to that the whole time. <laughs> I, I really think it's an important point is, uh, guess what, guys? Uh, you make it into your film festival. You submit your fees. You were very careful. You chose everybody and you got accepted. Guess what? Now, your job is to get butts in the seats. Yeah. Yep. That's something that you didn't even think of. That is of. part of your job. That is part me of your knowing, job. Me being on yep. street teams of bands yep. I liked, I know that yep. that's a big part of it. The film festival has anywhere from 20 to 100 to 200 films to promote. Do you think they have the time and resources to promote your film Each individually? Each and everything? No. No. Each and every single film individually? Mm. No. Absolutely not. They do not have that. They don't have the capability of doing that. They just don't. Mm. They don't. They cannot. Phys- it can't physically be done. And that's, yeah. that's not to say that job. they don't have a following. Of course they have a following. Of course they have a following. But they're selling their festival, yes. not your movie. Not your movie. That's just how like, they sell the festival. Just like uh, with Theta premiering this week, uh, I see that you can't invite anybody else to the premiere through Facebook. Nope. But you're Facebook. doing everything you can to get people to watch yep. the film. So yeah, like I have a little I'm asking friends of mine to share the event. I'm yeah. asking friends of mine to invite their friends to the event because I can't do it. Facebook has literally stopped me. I cannot add any more people to my guest list. And I've only got I, I was I I've only have like 650 friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't I can't even add all of them. I'm blocked from adding more people. I actually removed a few people because I knew I was like, okay, I know he's not coming. I know he's not coming. I know and I took them off yeah, my they invite. They live list. in Germany. Let's take them off. Well, I didn't go that far. Right. No, some people who I know who live nearby, yeah. but I know they're not coming out to the show. Yeah. I just yeah. know, like, okay, he can't get off work. Scott Perry, I know is not coming because he can't get off work. All right, right. let me take him off my invite list. And I still cannot add more people. I know. And then beyond that, and guess what? You know, at this point, I think we've made the decision. We're having cards done. And now we're going to run around the film festival. And we're going to tell every single person that we see when our movie is playing. That you don't know. That we don't know. And some that you do. We'll just tell everybody. Because you can never tell too many people. But just tell them when the movie is, what room it is. Here's a card. Here's the information. At any film festival or convention you go to that shows films, you're going to see those flyers up, see this movie at nine o'clock, yeah. upper mezzanine, you know, yeah. like you'll see. Someone actually see said to me today that when we were everywhere. talking about, we were talking about getting, getting cards or not done. He said, as a film festival attendee, 
My opinion is... I appreciate it. That cards... That that one little card, and because I said I don't know, because usually they end up in the garbage anyway. He said, as an attendee, that card means those film those filmmakers care about whether you see their movie. Number one, they care enough to try to push to to, to promote it. They cared enough to put some money into it. It's just like these people. Any any professional in any field will tell you the same thing. Any professional in any field will tell you this. If they get a business card from someone and they flip it over and they see Vista print on the back. That means that person got the free, the free business cards. Don't do business with this person because it only costs $10 to get 500 business cards. If you can't invest $10 into your career, you are not worth working into with. how you're presenting yourself. Yes. Yeah. I don't you even use Vistaprint. Wh- yeah. No, I mean I use Vistaprint. It's it's it's, not, it's fine, but for that oh, no, kind no, no, of no. thing. No, no, there's yeah. nothing no no no, there's nothing wrong with Vistaprint. No, you can get you can get 250 business cards for free from Vistaprint if you let them put Vistaprint on the back. Oh no. That's what we're saying. If you can't put $10 towards your own business cards, you can't put that much effort into it. You're going to go get the free ones. You are not someone we are who is worth taking seriously. And it is the same thing with this. That's how he sees it. If your film is at a film festival and you can't be bothered to get yourself some little flyers for $10 or 20 bucks worth of flyers just to hand out to people, let them know, "Hey, my movie is playing." You can't be bothered to do that. Then number one, your film is not worth watching because you don't care enough. If you're there, if you're there, yeah. if you can't make it, fine. It's on the other side of the country. You sometimes you, just, you can't do it. You yeah. know. But if you're there and you're not actively promoting your movie, then you don't care if anybody should see it. So why should they? Yeah. And number two, he also said the other thing, which is what really stuck in my head, is as an attendee, you walk in and you have a, you get one sheet that has every film playing in every room at all the times, okay? Yep. What's going to stand out in this, in this sea of names? You're, you're going to start saying to yourself, well, I want to go to this panel, and I want to go there, and I want to go there, and, and eventually through the course of the weekend, you might make this movie, you might make, or maybe you'll pick one room and just sit in that room all weekend and just watch whatever movies are there. Like Macabre Fair specifically, I think, has four or five rooms. Mm-hmm. There are some people who pick a room and they just stay in that room all weekend rather than bouncing around, you know? And yeah. watch everything there. How do you stand out? He's like, that card stands out to me. Now, I get that card. It says the room. It says the name. I look at my program. I mark it off on my program. Oh, this looks interesting. Because amongst the 150 other films, I don't have a card for. Oh, we. Why should I watch them? Let me go check this one out. I, the, the, the director just handed me this card and said, hey, my movie's playing tonight. He personally invited he you. He personally was here, so, <laughs> which means I can go watch his movie and he'll probably be there and I can talk to him. And if I like it, I could ask questions Precisely. and talk to him about Precisely. it, talk to the producer. And that's about what it. stuck yeah. in my head that this card in my hand stands me, st- takes my movie and makes it st- exceptional. From the other sea of other names, and that's why that's why we do cards. Another so hit or people miss. People remember it. Part of advertising for the whole subject on screenings and film festivals. Sometimes it's a hit because um, I've seen this happen before. Uh, bringing actors and crew, mm. if it's a local film festival, yeah, can help because. 
faces. We all went to, we were at the yeah. f- Tom Ryan actor yep. in Theta States. Uh, he is also a filmmaker. He directed his first big feature film and it was called Faces. We all went to the premiere like two years ago now. And one of the actresses, uh, the film was rather good for a super low budget movie, like very, very, very low budget movie. Yeah. Um, but he had this one girl who had a lot of like, she wasn't the best actress, but she had a lot of moxie, I'd yeah. say, on screen. She was excited to be in the movie. Uh-huh. She brought that to her character. She brought, like, 25 people yep. for the two minutes she that was in the in movie. The she it. brought 25 she was people. so excited to be in the yes. movie. She showed everybody. Yes, yeah, so that's another part of the whole bringing, yep. filling, putting asses in seats. Like, you yep. know, sometimes it's good to bring actors in your film, and sometimes it's not, because sometimes you work with people who kind of ride your coattails so you got to be kind of careful with well, that I don't care too. if they ride my coattails just fill my fucking seats fill no that's the thing they don't yeah oh. it's the opposite of the yeah. filling the asses <laughs> with seats no but I think the other thing is too yeah you also actually have to another thing have a plan where you, this is will hopefully not be your only screening it will not be your only film festival so well, you can't control that no, you but can't control that. at the same time, you know, if, if an actor can't make it or whatever, get the next one. I mean, you kind of space things out a little bit as well. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I read that in a book somewhere. Well, yes, there is that. And, and I say that too. Like sometimes like, okay, well, I really don't want everybody here because then everybody locally is not going to show up to the other local screenings we have, yeah. you know? But at the same time, the better this one screening looks, the better... It looks to to the other festivals. I mean, we're still you know, figuring you had a, this out. You had a premiere. You had a premiere that had 120 seats in there, and there was 150 people standing in the room. Yeah. Okay, maybe we want to program them mm-hmm. because obviously, especially that. Oh well, that screen locally. That's more. They have a pretty big following locally. Maybe we want to program that film. I mean, that's the other thing too. Because film festivals will film research festivals, you. Yes, they do. They absolutely do. And and we've heard, they will and, check and your I've Facebook page. They will check the followers yep. that you have. They will I've check seen, out I've how much you push or promote and, things. Yep, I've seen it on websites and other things where where a lot of film festival directors will say the same thing. If you do not have a website at all for your film, you are not getting programmed because you have no presence, you have no anything, and you cannot sell tickets. As much as the and and, and okay, they may love your movie and then they'll play it because of that. You may have no presence whatsoever, and they might love it. They'll play it because it's a great film. You know, yeah. but understand that you are you are an exception. Yeah, chances are, if you, a good reason why they may not have programmed you was simply because they didn't think that they could sell tickets for the time that you're there, especially if you're a feature. You have ninety minutes to two hours of a block of their valuable time <laughs> that they need to fill seats in. They cannot have two hours of of an empty room. Some, some and I've film festivals, seen that. I've some, seen that at festivals oh yeah, before. Some film festivals <laughs> ask the filmmakers if they're coming. Yep. Too. Because I mean, that's, to add to that. And that's one of the reasons some of them require that you cannot win if you are not there. Because yeah. you're not selling tickets very well if you're not there. Yeah. Well, again, that also depends on the festival, too. Yeah. You know, a lot of them are just like that because they're just, they're little festivals. They're not doing, you know, like, well, no. we'd rather give it to somebody who can make it. Yeah. No. You know, so at least they're there. That movie Gitchy, that clown movie that I find hilarious from around here, Mm -hmm. that movie gets screened so much without Tom, the director, asking just because of word of mouth. Yeah. That's another thing that's what you want. Yeah. And that's exactly what you want. You Mm -hmm. want people to talk about your film. That you know? that movie is a draw, funny enough. Like it I've I have a shirt from that movie and it's a short movie. (laughs) But yeah. 
So I think we should. Uh, I think yeah, maybe wrap it I think, up. I think we've. I think rambled. we've covered everything. I think no, we haven't. But I think we've no. rambled enough on this one for now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're, we'll end this by letting you know Friday the thirteenth. We are we will be at the Macabre Fair Film All Festival. All three of us will be. All there. three of us will be there. Me and you, you there. You're there just Friday. I well, I might be going to Jen Valdez's premiere too. I don't know if it's the same night or not. I think it's Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I might be there Saturday also, okay. but I'm not, I might not stay. Well, Lynn and I will be there all weekend. But if you're local, it's a great film festival. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned people earlier, from around yeah. the world come in for this film festival. We've met some amazing people, some great friends. I made friends with uh, Colin Artinian. He's from, he's, from Can- he's Canadian, and he's been at almost every macabre fair. I don't know if he's going to be there this weekend, but he's been at the last like two or three. He drives down from Toronto. Yeah, I met the <laughs> the people behind that zombie movie that's on Amazon Prime. Six Survive the Night. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. The producer sending Femi, all the actors and actresses. The director of Rose. We met him last time. Yeah, he uh-huh. really did a really good. And panel, he did an actually. excellent panel. Yeah, you the know? director of Sick, Brian Matthews, Ryan Andrews. Mm-hmm. I forget his last name, but he was a nice dude. I met him, a Canadian filmmaker. Did a movie yeah. with Jessica Cameron. Yeah, uh, yeah they, a lot of people go to. Yeah, there's a lot of Macabre filmmakers. Fair. A lot of lot of filmmakers at at Macabre Fair. And when I when I I wasn't kidding when I said um, that when I think of film festivals, pure yeah. like real for the movie film festivals, Macabre Fair is a big mm-hmm. a big one. So, and it started small, which is kind of funny. And it did start off very small, exponentially every yeah. year. Started yeah. off very small. I think this is this is like the fifth or sixth year. Yeah, you know, and they are growing. Yeah, they're growing pretty big. You know? So and make it if you can. Come, come on down. We are in Ronkonkoma, New York, Friday the thirteenth through the fifteenth at the uh, Clarion Hotel. Theta States premiering Friday night at eight thirty p.m. in room D. Yes. Yes, yes. Either way, we'll be there. We'll be there all weekend. We are roasting Tom Ryan <laughs> Friday night and Saturday After night or before? at midnight. Oh, nice. At nice. midnight. There's an actual roast of Tom Ryan. <laughs> yes, the roast of Tom Ryan. At the some roast point, of the Tom Ryan. The Tom Ryan. The roast yes. of the Tom Ryan. And uh, Saturday night is the awards premiere. The awards gala, excuse me, the red mm. carpet the red gala carpet with, the, with the awards uh, ceremony. Um, so you can get your tickets at macabrefairfilmfest.com or you can go to massgravepictures.com. We have a link at the top for them. And uh, it's all about that promotion. It's all about that Asses promotion. in the seats. Yep. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and ho- again, hopefully, Stitcher soon. And um, give us a rating and uh, tell us what you think. Uh, for filmmaking sucks. I'm Manny. I'm James. I'm Lindsay. And any film festivals who are interested in Theta States, contact us at massgravepictures at gmail.com. I swear they'll probably say yes. <laughs> probably. I just took we'll a swing see. for the fences. Maybe. Yeah, why not? <laughs> kind of, sort of. <laughs> All right, everybody. Make your movies and be happy.